0: Hello, this is Jo. Now, before you listen to this week's episode, a little bit of a technical disclaimer. When you come to listen to it, you might wonder why I sound like a little borrower in a distance and Nina is a whole lot louder. It's because we forgot to check our levels. So we're really sorry about that, but we really hope you like it anyway. Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Hello, I'm Nina Baxter,
0: and I'm Joe Thompson, and welcome to Rich Pickings. We're back. We're We're back. back. We're back. We're back, everyone. We're back, and it's exciting to be back. We've we've had all sorts going on. I know, as ever, I say, oh, it's really boring to listen to people's excuses about why they haven't been doing the thing that you so look forward to, but. We have big excuses, and one of them is Hampton Court, isn't it? Yeah. Yes,
1: Hampton Court, which is actually going on at the moment. Um, and and we've been there, and you have a garden there, and it's fabulous. It really is. So congratulations.
0: I have a garden there, and it is full of wildlife. It's the RHS Wildlife Garden. And thank the lords and the goodnesses that it's full of wildlife, because that it would is. have been a bit embarrassing if it hadn't been. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where you can you can you follow the book to the letter and you choose all the right plants but still the wildlife might just decide that they're um, going to come that day but if
1: you build it they will come
0: in fact and they they do where is that from is that Forrest Gump no and I, isn't it or is it Field of I don't know is oh, it yeah. something
1: to do with Kevin Costner or, and, am Was I he, wrong Field of Dreams, dreams. <laughs> Forest Gump. <laughs> Gump yeah Anyway. But they did come. They have come. They were buzzing and being and butterflying
0: and everything. Oh, many, all sorts of stuff. And I was lucky enough to have the great uh, wildlife person, wildlife person, wildlife e- expert, expert. Her, yeah. Kate Bradbury with me for the first couple of days. And Kate's amazing in the sense that she knows what everything is as it whooshes past, although There is a suspicion and I shall mention no names, but there's one person who's possibly listening to this who thinks that that all of that stuff is just, um, you know, if you say it vehemently enough, no one will know whether you're talking rubbish or not.
1: Anyway, Well, I think that's very true. I mean, my dad did that my whole life. I always thought everything he said was true because he said it so definitely. But he's a lawyer. How can he make this? Well, I I think there's an element of (laughs) if I don't know something, I'm going to just make up some approximation and oh tell God, you about it. But I don't believe that no, you and I do not believe this about Kate Bradbury, obviously. We'll just make no. that
0: clear. No, oh, no, 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 no. She no, really does know uh, her stuff. No, yeah. she does. And actually when she doesn't, to be fair, she did say right, she was going to get her fly book because her fly knowledge isn't that well. <laughs> <laughs> and mm, I was, I don't know yeah. why I'm laughing but it's just because flies are quite little and I know they're not insignificant and just because they're, you're little yeah. doesn't mean you're insignificant they're just a bit yuck really aren't
1: they Well, flies
0: yeah a couple of little ones you know I'm not talking about blue bottles and I know why mm. you think they're yuck it's because they hang out on things you rather dead
1: like. things yeah yeah and the, and they do they do have a, that apparently if this is true, they they defecate and vomit at the same time on everything.
0: Oh, imagine that! They must feel really dehydrated the whole time. <laughs> tough, tough being a fly. if you think about it? Can you ask Katie
1: Bradbury when you see her if yeah. flies are dehydrated?
0: Yeah, actually, the one thing we did notice was that um, that on this garden, which has a it's the idea of this old railway track going through it and it's it's gravel and steel tracks and anyway on the gravel especially wet bits of gravel so not puddles but wet bits of gravel butterflies and bumblebees so particularly red admirals and bumblebees would kind of hang out on the gravel mm. and sort of be to doing drink? something well no but she thought they might be absorbing minerals or oh. it could be sometimes There's somewhere in America I read this article the other day but that, that saying that um it's almost like a bit of sort of drunkenness they were so drunk on nectar they mm. then go, have to go and have a little rest a little lie down
1: on yeah. somewhere a
0: bit like not
1: oh.
0: you know, they're kind of yeah so they have to
1: kind of cool down on some cool gravel that's very yeah. sweet because actually yeah. that does happen and you have to warn people if they have lime trees in their gardens that the bees tend to get so drunk on lime trees that they can fall to the ground in a drunken stupor. Really? And if you, yeah, and if you have small children, you have to be quite careful if they're running barefoot with because all these drunk, drunk bees rolling around on the floor. All these yeah. sort
0: of sussed bees yeah, lying. That's lying, true. Yeah.
1: That's true. Chris Beardshaw told me that fact. So again, oh, another person who. Knows his stuff, and I'm not going to say he makes things up because he doesn't. He knows his stuff. He might have made. He might. He might have made <laughs> that. Might, might have made that up. But, no, but I've been. That, de- no. I've been telling everyone that fact. So, and now we're telling our listeners, which is which is good. But Hampton Court has been amazing, hasn't it? Didn't you think that it was lovely this year? That um, there were so many things for kids to do lots of activities for children and also that there were dogs allowed at the show I don't remember that being a thing before but isn't that wasn't
0: it lovely that was lovely although I was thinking I don't think I could take my two one of them it's just an extra Mm. I mean I can understand how that's like it's one day where you don't have to I don't know pay a dog sitter or put them in a in, yeah, a, in a yeah. dog school or whatever for the day. and they were very but, well
1: behaved all the dogs I saw anyway
0: yeah for me that would be like taking a toddler to the show but then actually there yeah. were lots of people who were taking their toddlers well they were, were they were and mm-hmm. as you say there was loads for the toddlers to do or something. there yeah there was, yeah. All
1: sorts there was of a nice them. nice atmosphere very very family friendly lots of wonderful gardens to see So I got to be on a a Q&A, Ask the Experts panel, which was great at Hampton Court. And one of the best things about it was that I was on it with Professor Dave Goulson, who is another wildlife expert, Um, in particular, Bees and Butterflies, and um, has a really fascinating book that I have ordered now that I'm going to get.
0: What? I've got The Garden Jungle. Have you got that? Is that the one you've ordered? Yes,
1: Oh, yes. that's a oh.
0: really good
1: book. Oh, I'm looking forward to getting it, although I should have borrowed yours. No, so sorry, Dave, I'm no, buying Dave my own. Wouldn't,
0: Dave wouldn't want No, you don't want that, do you? You don't want people lending your book out.
1: No, you don't. Buy your
0: own. Everyone buy your own.
1: <laughs> well, I have, so that's good. So, no,
0: I'm looking what forward to getting that. Mini Beasts and Creepy Crawlies. It's a really, really, really good book. It's kind of – and what's brilliant about it in the, in, in the way that any – non-fiction book which is trying to sort of teach you something that possibly could get a bit turgid is that he it's so it's serious at some times and then other times it's kind of funny as well Mm. yeah he seemed like
1: a funny fun guy um, yeah, but but I thought it was oh, also oh. fascinating because, ha ha, guy. he was talking about it's all very well having nectar-rich plants in your garden to attract the butterflies. But actually, you need somewhere for them to lay their eggs and for their caterpillars to feed as well. So you've got to think about all these, the whole life cycle of the butterfly, yeah. which is you,
0: something we forget. So we've got, for example, things like long grass. You've got the whole of No Mo May where you grow this long grass and actually it's grass over the winter so caterpillars can then live in it and the caterpillars of small skipper butterfly live in long grass Mm. and see if you cut it down too soon they 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 don't get a chance to do their thing
1: oh and there was there were hundreds of them on your garden the skipper butterflies
0: yeah there really were there were thousands there Mm. were every and every day i thought leave some nectar for somebody else you lot and every day there was still there was still enough. And I am starting to put a list together, which is going to be on my substack, the gardening mind of all the plants. And I'm going to be um, I'm going to be sharing that this this weekend because there was a particularly good um, insect magnets. There really were
1: excellent that's really good and if you want to see pictures of joe's beautiful garden then that's all on your instagram account and obviously substack too if you subscribe yeah. to substack yeah and
0: what so, about your garden then you've got insect magnets in your garden haven't you
1: i have i have yes i have i mean obviously i've got verbena bonariensis, but i've also got um sirsium rivulare i've got I've grown oh, all the seeds of the Cyrinthe that I planted. They've all come up, they're all flowering now, and, and insects love those too. Um and yeah, what else are they really after? I think um lots of the salvias too, funnily enough, because I've got the kind of big bush I've got a couple of big bushy salvias
0: that they seem to really congregate around as well. But that range of flowers is really important, isn't it? So open flowers, sort of tubular flowers, yes, kind of um Whatever kind of flowers, just your yes. That's what you need. For, so That's so some, right. Some people, well, no, not some people, because people don't feed off nectar. Um, some insects have long proboscis. Proboscis. Proboscises. Proboscis. 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 <laughs> proboscis. <laughs> What's the plural of proboscis, anyone? Can somebody, prob- and how do you even pronounce it? Is it proboscis or proboscis?
1: Proboscis, I always said. but i um, always
0: said proboscis. But maybe that's because I'm reading it and just um, yeah. like I thought when I was when I when I was young, I thought the word G-A-O-L, as in the alternative to prison, was pronounced Gale. I uh, really did. And yes. I heard somebody say Well,
1: it? I read the Bino and I always thought that G-N-A-S-H-E-R was Ganasha.
0: Gnu. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a song no, Gnu. Gnu. Well that's true. Gnu. I'm a GNU. Who sung I'm a GNU?
1: Um the, the guy Manda from Manda Animal Manda's Magic. Sons. Johnny. Did Johnny from Animal Magic. <laughs> what? Johnny Mathis? No, not Johnny Mathis. That's a child this? is born. Oh, yes. yes. No. no. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny Morris. Johnny Morris. Thank you very much, Johnny Morris. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, I think it what? was him. Wasn't no, it? I'm a canoe. I'm definitely sure. Absolutely, was Flanders and Swan. Flanders, Flanders and Swan who sang "Mud, Mud, Glorious Mud" and oh yes, we're terribly house and garden at number something. And then something about have some Madeira, Madeira. Which actually I probably now have some Madeira. and Madeira was about some old man inviting a, a young girl up to his. Apartment or something, so I don't think you'd be allowed to sing that now. But anyway, they probably. How canceled. did we get on to this? Gnus, gnus.
1: Ghanus. Oh, Ganasha. Gnu, Ghanus. Yeah. Okay. Gale yes.
0: proboscis. Yes. There you go. It wasn't proboscis. Proboscis.
1: I'm proboscis. just going to look
0: it up. Can I look it up while we're look talking? it up while we're talking? And, and I wonder um, if I can talk and. and, and
1: but I want I want to, to, to move you on to something which um, I don't think it's con- controversial. Actually, um, I know we stay away from controversial subject matter on this podcast, but I read an article uh, about you and your garden in um, in one of the papers on Sunday, and I'm oh, going to bring oh, this oh, up oh, because. Oh. This is this sort of great debate that's uh, going on about when is a garden not a garden, <laughs> and when is it a wild garden, and when is it a cultivated garden, and so on. And so just just talk me through that. Just talk me through your, your thoughts on what you said uh, in the paper at the weekend. The
0: Telegraph picked up on the idea that this garden... Was actually a kind of opposite of a rewilding garden, so they rang me to chat about that, and okay. and with the kind of storm, not storm about um, what Monty Don had said and Alan Titchmarsh has said about rewilding, and I kind of as you well no and as we both well know we're not going to we're not going to um disagree with Alan Titchmarsh on anything ever so let's just say but for listeners
1: who don't know what it was just briefly what did they say
0: so they said um Monty Don said now he he was a bit more um he was probably a bit stronger in in words so they were talking about gardening and they were talking that they were criticizing an entirely hands-off approach to gardening Mm -hmm. and Monty Don said, I have my quote here, so I'm clear my my throat, Um, Don dismissed, I can't read, Don dismissed the notion that a rewilded garden was, quote, somehow worthier and more moral than a carefully maintained space. If you want a truly wild garden, then simply walk away. The result might be beautiful and richly satisfying, as well as very good for wildlife of all kinds, but it will not be a garden. And Alan Titchmarsh said the current trend for rewilding had left people brainwashed that gardens only exist for birds, bees and other forms of life. So I was asked about this and my words and I'm reading them out from the paper here. I've said it's a term rewilding that's probably slightly lost its way. Emphasis on slightly. Maybe and I said it like slightly like that, but they have, they haven't written it like that in very small letters, very which tiny. With a like, shrug and, and apologetic kind of like <laughs> or something. Oh no, it's a term that's probably slightly lost its way. She said, "Maybe you don't just call, maybe you just don't call that gardening. Call it something else." She added. If you have a patch of land that you don't want to intervene in, that's fine, but just don't call it a gar- garden. Think of another word for it. So there you go. That's what I said. Which actually kind. Of should really keep everybody happy. I'd have thought yeah, that. Yeah, I is. think the you're right. Good, the good mm. thing is, the great thing is, that Alistair Griffiths, the Director of Science and Collections at the RHS, so very clever. He's probably got loads of PhDs. He's probably got PhDs yeah. on his PhDs, hasn't
1: yeah. he? yeah definitely
0: oh do you know if you've got a
1: and what did he say
0: oh can I, I'm i gonna can I well he said you're gonna see I'm stumbling here because I also want to tell you about double PhDs tell okay tell me about double PhDs well first of all before we go back to Alistair Griffiths that you know I was at a, a dinner for distinguished guests <laughs> at Cambridge College a few weeks ago it made me laugh because it was the room was full of Full of distinguished people and then that was me um but some i think you're the, very distinguished some of them were oh God. some of them some of the people there some of the fellows were wearing black robes but some of them had scarlet robes red robes which were terrific these red gowns and they weren't robes at all because they're not barons or baronets or whatever they, they were they were gowns, gowns. anyway mm. gowns. They were wearing red gowns and that's because They've got further doctorates or higher doctorates. Can't remember what they're called. Anyway, it's like a further one. And I, so that means like, so you. so you've got a PhD and then you go and get another one. So you're brilliant. And I was thinking that that really made me yearn for a life of academia. I may, <laughs> I may go back to that. Anyway, um, anyway, let's get back to Alistair Griffiths, who possibly, we must find out. Should we find out his qualifications? Yes. We will know. Somebody yes. will know. Anyway, he said, let's get back to the point. He said... The term rewilding means different things to different people. Phew, I was on the right track there. Yes. But the RHS believes that the greater the diversity of plants, both cultivated and wild, you have in your garden, the better the overall impact for climate resilience. Ah. Well, better for wildlife, better for the wide, wider environment, and better for people. And better for be people. Fed. Mm-hmm. mm hmm well I think
1: I think that's I think that's an authority I agree with that though I agree with that and I think another point that you made is that if you did let let your garden go wild you would just end up with brambles and dominant species that were just going to take over everything else that's that's the tricky thing isn't it
0: yeah it's true and we all know that don't we so we're absolutely in all of this everyone we're not saying that rewilding is a is is not something you should do at all. I think it's just that the term has become misunderstood. And I think that in a certainly in a small garden, having a little bit of everything is is the answer, isn't it? So yeah. having some yeah, long grass, totally. having some short grass, having some short grass where blackbirds can shove their beaks in because they can't really get into long grass and they don't really want to go there. No. Um and and that's possibly is that possibly why we have blackbirds in gardens, do you think? Because they like the short yeah they do look they go they tootle around yes getting their worms don't they They're they do and
1: marshals. there are lots of other um what they? is it jackdaws do they get their um are they the ones that smash the shells of snug snails open or is it who, who eats the the uh, chafer grubs in the lawn then which bird is that
0: oh well, we need a bird fancier to Bros, do they do that I'm not sure um a bird fancy is a bird fact no a bird what an ornithologist
1: we need an ornithologist to tell us this yeah but you're absolutely right yes yeah, so i think a little bit of everything
0: a little bit of everything mm-hmm. absolutely a little bit of what you fancy mm. does. We get... so um so i think we've solved that one really haven't we yeah that's i've done rewilding for you everyone that's what we think. But, it. but let us know please let us know please Either comment on Instagram or comment, stick a comment on the on on here. Um when I say here, I don't know wherever there's a comment.
1: Wherever, off. on the Rich Pickings um Instagram account, maybe. So what are you doing now that um Hampton is uh, is coming to an end then?
0: What i doing, I'm tidying my house. I'm having my house painted, I'm tidying my house, I'm doing work, I'm back to real gardens, even though the other garden was a real garden. I'm I'm back to real gardens and um kind of um my mind my mind's gone compact do you know what I'm doing I'm sorting through my receipts that's what I'm doing uh, I could send you I could um send you a picture of, of a, the pile I have got piles on my piles which is yeah. never a good thing to have I reckon you can't do a show garden and real life as well you need a you need a wife or a husband I reckon if you're if you're going to do these things.
1: Yeah. Even someone keeping I'm... the home fires going. Yeah, or something like, a,
0: like a, a a kind of a a, a manservant. That's what I,
1: like. <laughs> That's what I like. Well, so if anyone would like to apply for the job of Joe's manservant, <laughs> please on a postcard.
0: <laughs> able must be able to cook do the receipts you know add add up all my receipts uh what else what else must they be able to do remind me to do stuff basically (laughs) they don't even have to mow the lawn if
1: you're leaving it long i mean it's not a hard job i know it's not very manual um no mixing cocktails that oh yes that would be good yes so you need basically you need someone like mark diacono don't you a mixologist.
0: <laughs> Shall we see if he'd like to be a man? I don't think he would. I think he's really I think, overqualified.
1: I think, I think he's overqualified too. I'm over not experience. sure about that. Yes,
0: yes. But that would be and, really <laughs> good. I'd like to live next door to Mark Diacono and then
1: oh, pop round <laughs> for cocktails every day. Yeah,
0: cocktails oh. and food. Mm. I mean, it's just. I'd like to li-
1: I'd like also to live next door to James Alexander Sinclair because I think that would be really good fun. In fact, actually, if we all lived in a whole row, James, (laughs) I think, I'd also probably have... Oh, let's have Dan Lobb on there as well. We can talk about druidry. It would be fun, wouldn't it? it?
0: Druidism, cocktails and... um, General
1: fun stories and bonhomie. And And, and it
0: could be the... Okay, this is it. So these houses, it could be like those little almshouses. houses. Do you remember those sort of yes. rows? Well, they still have them. Yes. Like rows of almshouses. houses.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I've
1: always thought, though, I've always thought that when I get a bit older, that I want to move into one of those... <laughs> is that, I mean, You've I got, say assisted living, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what I'm talking about here, but once um, Editor Matt, who's also a drummer, he played a gig and it was at this sort of well, it's called an old people's home, but it was, I mean, it was like the most luxurious holiday club. Oh, i tell you a bit what it kind of reminded me of. If you read Richard Osman's murder books and yes. they're set in this quite luxurious. Old people's home. Old people's home, but they have their own houses and they have their own gardens. And, you know, they do lots of fun stuff together and whatever. And it's just a real community. And Matt played a gig at one of these places. Oh, my God. Goodness, they were having such a good time. There was a subsidised bar. They had a full sized suki table. I mean, full sized. They did trips out everywhere. They had gigs. It was really fun. And I thought that is what I want to do when I get a bit older. I want to be in a community like that. So maybe we just create our own. With, yeah, we get we get Mark in to make the cocktails. We need someone who can cook, don't we? Mark,
0: Mark can cook. Well, Mark can
1: cook too, of course. What am I saying? That's yeah. There you go.
0: I think we might oh, are you in? Should we do it? Yeah, but we might have to discuss this with them first.
1: Yeah, probably, yeah.
0: yeah. And, but I have discussed that with and with um some other friends. We have this idea that we'd all, you know, when we retired, we'd just all buy one big house somewhere where big houses don't cost very much and everybody can have a wing. That's how oh, it a wing. House it would was.
1: have to be a wing. Yeah. Because if we're all but, people, we need our own
0: bathrooms. But the problem is the practicalities. Of it, it, it doesn't work because you'd when when you start to sort of shuffle off this mortal coil one by one, mm. then then that doesn't work, does it? Because you've got all the heirs who, who want their want their bits. So <laughs> oh, I <God>. reckon <laughs> that the only way is to have a whole lot of houses on an estate.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Anybody and then we're so. we're actually creating a commune, aren't we? Then sort of, yeah. Mm. And because, because if people, young people start to move into the houses that the old people have vacated then they'll have to start you know tilling the land and and doing all that yeah. sort of thing scything well, scything yes i don't think there's enough scything done these days Do is you, there okay
0: i've got a word association As soon as i say or picture association i say scythe. what what picture comes to your mind um death oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was mine was poldark isn't that funny Person. Oh, <laughs> a bare-chested man. I no, I'm thinking of think death with the
1: big hood who's standing there with a scythe. No,
0: I'm what does of, this
1: say about us?
0: Yeah, I was thinking of Aiden. what's his name? Who Turner. Was, mm. Who was, wasn't
1: he a goblin or a dwarf? Uh, he, or was, he was a dwarf in, um, in, in, in
0: Lord of the Rings. Oh, excuse me, just fallen asleep.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: okay, no, well, I know, that, he was... But that, um, was the, but that was about the only thing. I have to say that was the one thing that kept me awake was Aidan Turner as a good looking dwarf. As a dwarf,
1: yeah. I mean it sounds yeah. He yeah. was, he was, but he's now moved from uh good looking roles, doing more um odd, you know, slightly he's edgy doing roles, something. isn't he?
0: And I know he's doing he's in a Going to be in a, well, he is in a program, a yeah. TV program about tennis, which is written by an old university friend of mine. There we oh, go. Oh, okay. Produced, but... Apparently,
1: it's quite challenging, and he's not a heartthrob in it at all.
0: No, he's got a, He's got a large mustache. Yeah. Uh, but going yeah. back to the Lord of the Rings and oh, just falling asleep again. Um, <laughs> did you now? I thought it was just me, so I went to see it with with a group of people, and honestly. I couldn't keep my eyes open, but to the point where it's like I had take, taken a sleeping pill or something. Mm. But I just, after five minutes, boom, go. And it's the same with the books. Boom, open them, try. And, yeah. and I can't. have you found your way into Tolkien? I must say,
1: I did read The Hobbit as a child, but I think I I stopped at Lord of the Rings it's just no i i'm not i'm not a fan And there's a too many weird names like i never remember who's who and where's what and um it's like it's like game of thrones too couldn't no, no. not interested
0: no, i keep no. thinking that would be a really good one because game of thrones because then i could get into it and then i have all these yes, series yes. to watch and it would be me brilliant. too I, I had to have the Wikipedia no. entry open the first time I watched it, and I was going down as you know, going down the list trying to work out who they all were. What, so
1: you actually did watch some of it then,
0: yeah. But with a with some you know with a sort of like a a, a crammer by my side oh. to to try and work out what was going no, on. No, I
1: I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't even do it. Um, I mean, I understood it was like Lord of the Rings, but with lots of bare breasts. That was pretty much as far as I understood.
0: Who do you think? I wonder if there are any um, Lord of the Ring hobbits fans out there oh
1: there no are, yes my, my cousin's husband is a big fan does he big to big this, fan
0: does he listen to this podcast i, I mean, can't i, I there, doubt it <laughs> i doubt <laughs> it what, what i'm trying to say is i mean i know there are a hobbit they're talking fans out there i know that um but what i mean is are there any listening to this if you are if you are a fan and we've deeply offended you
1: yeah then we're sorry
0: that, I, yes and let us know why right and tell us right and um on the also oh, and also while you're commenting on the well, wherever you listen to this podcast but in the little comment section when you do that because that would be great could you please also rate the podcast because the rating is what helps the podcast and yes, i know it's really you. boring and i know it's really hard to do and really hard to find and it isn't always intuitive but honestly it helps us because what we want Really, what we'd like because we are doing this in our own time and we love doing it, but we'd love a sponsor. Oh, we? we would love a
1: sponsor, yes. Anyone out there who thinks uh, they would be a good match for us, and that'll be. And clearly, it's not going to be anything to do with Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, whatever. I do have a question for you, though. Okay, this is what, about sponsors
0: because so we... I wanted
1: to No, it's no, yeah. not. Uh, well, we can talk more about sponsors, but I need to just finish off with Lord of the Rings and understand something. Okay, so. You really, really don't like Lord of the Rings because you can't get into it. But, but, but we both love the whole mysticism of Druidry and you believe in fairies. Yes. So, how do
0: you square this? Because the latter is real and the former. It's all rubbish. The former is all like sort of some some really <laughs> weird SH1T that came out of somebody's mind one day um, or over a quite long period of time. Whereas the latter, Druid stuff, the Wheel of the Year, that sort of fairies, that's all, that's all real. The Wheel of the Year is real, you know, <laughs> the Wheel equinoxes, of the are, they're, yeah. they're real. Uh what else is real? I think there are fairies. Are
1: there fairies in Lord of the Rings or am I thinking of something? Oh no, there are elves, aren't there? Yeah. Are there fairies or they're elves or both? Know, but
0: they're but but um I don't know because I never read it. Or well, I was asleep when I was watching it
1: on mm. one of the two. but that doesn't but I'm saying this doesn't bore you, the whole idea of fairies it's because and they're real, because those are
0: they're real. real. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Have you done that thing? So what happens is I and actually this reminds me of something that Dan Lok was saying to us the other day, because have you do, you know, we've all didn't, done that thing where we've gone to look for something, we put something down, we've gone to look for it, and well, blow me if it's not there, it's gone. And then you look again and it's there again, and you think to yourself, oh, then I can't have looked properly the first time. Sometimes I put things down and I think, I know, I've put you there, I've put that thing there, pair of scissors maybe. <laughs> Put them there. little pair of nail scissors. Because it's not usually big things, is it? Small things. Yes, yes, yes. And I'll explain that in a minute. So I'll say, don't you go nail scissors. You just stay there. And I'll look back. Gone. Gone. <laughs> not there. <laughs> Nada. Niente. Completely and... Rien. Disparu. <laughs> All not there. Not <laughs> actually there. And then... I'll go off and do, do my thing and pretend to be really busy, come back, they're there again. Now, what's yeah. that if that's not fairies? And Dan Lobb said to us that he knows somebody. Now, was it his It was his
1: grandmother, yeah. Yes. He told us about his grandmother, yeah, yeah. And and she would actually say, she would talk to them, wouldn't she? And she would say, if they'd moved something, she would say, now, look, you've had your fun. That's that's fine, but I really need this back now. So I'm going to turn my back, and when I turn back to it, it, it should be there. And it was always there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I believe that, absolutely. And, you know, just because we can't see something or explain it, does a bit like the whole Druid thing we were talking about mm-hmm. in the previous podcast. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean it's not real. Just because science can't explain something doesn't mean it's not real. That's what
1: Very I Very true. Shakespeare was right. There are more things in heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. So going back to sponsors, who would be our ideal sponsor? Because we did talk about really at the beginning of this whole podcast, it should have been a biscuit manufacturer, but we we sort of we've kind of moved on from biscuits,
0: haven't we? Did I say that in a very high pitch way? I think I did. Yes. Well, I don't think you can ever move on from a biscuit. I think we. We've just had so many other things to talk about. We could have a biscuit of a week, but I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. Tell you what my biscuit of the week was. Absolutely. I can tell you what it was. Because yesterday, when I was really hungry and I hadn't caught thinking, I can't queue for, I can't find anything I really want. I mean, there's so much food to have. But anyway, at that time in the morning, the one stall that was open was a cookie stall. Um. And I bought a white chocolate chunk. I oh no! After my breakfast. Oh, no
1: no 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 no! Yes
0: no, no, yes, no. yes yes. White
1: no. chocolate is no, the devil's work,
0: no,
1: no. and it should not
0: be allowed. Nope. No. I would say, the only... especially chunks, oh, chunks. Oh, of it. And it was, always, and the really good thing in those cookies is that that it's slightly melty. The chocolate, gooey. So it's not like hard. Oh no, my goodness! No. It's the best. Really? Mm.
1: That's
0: what I. Heard. Well, I mean, More I'll
1: advice. let you have that as a biscuit of the week, but but it wouldn't be my choice. Oh, my but so goodness. so we kind of, so for so, sponsorship, we don't think biscuit manufacturers are going to be
0: unless cited. Mr. Mr. McVitie.
1: And we know the the heir of the McVitty, uh, who we've talked about on this podcast before, but still not got in touch. No,
0: so Jamie. Jamie. It oh, would I'm help if we plus... knew his name, wouldn't it? made of Chelsea made, made of
1: made out of Chelsea yes made out of Chelsea yep yeah. so um, if anyone has Chelsea any suggestions shore. then get that in doesn't. touch with us
0: and it could be a little bit to do with gardening because we do yeah a little bit to do with gardening or we it do. Could be Druid oh wouldn't it be great to be sponsored by Druids sponsored by the
1: Druids that That's would so be my dream
0: yeah the be great. Because then we could have
1: you we're, we're, we're more likely to be sponsored by an old people's home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all right we'll see
1: we'll we're, we're really
0: not or we
1: are not picky at
0: all um no. so if anybody yeah anybody knows that because you there's a, i suppose a fighting chance that, that nobody's listening is a,
1: no a, not true a not way true way. i met people at the show who said that they were fans so okay. um, we have at so, least two
0: if you know anyone that's the thing if you're listening and you know someone or your mum knows someone or your aunt knows someone or your or you walk your dog in the park and you see someone every other day and you think, oh, they might they might be a good sponsor. I mean, obviously don't go up and talk to strangers. This needs to no. be someone you've spoken to before.
1: Absolutely. Somebody suggested to me that um Gary Lineker would be a good sponsor sponsor because he has a podcast company. So Gary, um, if you're listening, we'd be really happy to talk to you.
0: Yes. Yay. Yay. Be excellent.
1: So look, I'm going to, I'm going to wind up now and ask you, you know what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to give me a rich picking of the week.
0: Um, my rich picking of the week is that, oh my God, uh, can you tell me yours? while I think yes. Of mine? okay. So mine
1: many- is mine is that we're going to form a community and and we're going to invite Mark Diacono to come and make cocktails, and James Alexander Sinclair to come and tell us stories that's my that's my picking
0: what a mental picture that comes up yeah and and mine is that actually I am going to do as I have done and use a lot of the plants that I had in the RHS wildlife garden at Hampton Court this year I'm going to plant them in my own garden plant the same varieties in my own garden because some of those there's one Right, um, I know this is going to be take a bit longer than a, than a tidying up.
1: That's quite all right. We're talking but about planted, plants, which is good.
0: Um, is and it's botan? No, it's not botanica because that's something else. It's mm-hmm. betonica, yes, genalis humolo. yes, which used to be stachys humolo. That's right.
1: That's right. Yes, and
0: it's the wood betony. Yes. And, oh my goodness, that little purple munchkin was covered
1: i know i i have actually put it into a garden for a client because her name is betony um, and i just have to uh, utter a word of caution in that it's um it it's it's quite vigorous so just Excellent. be cautious about where it goes but it's lovely it's lovely i
0: do like yeah. a vigorous betony
1: yeah Brilliant. Well, I think that's a great note to end it and to say thank you very much to everybody for listening. And if you do find your way to the ratings button, we'd be very, very grateful. Yes.
0: Yes. And um, yes. thank you very much. And in fact, not even just find your way to, to the ratings button. What you're going to do now, I'm going to I'm going to like it, it's I'm going to be like Darren Brown and hypnotise you and rate it find the ratings (laughs) button so you know as you switch off you're now going to scroll down and find that ratings button yeah do it you know you want to the ratings button (laughs) thank
1: Thank you you. very much Uh, goodbye
0: see you soon bye